but it's just not good at it. Yeah, it was, we're we we like to we're like diesel we're like a bunch of diesel engines, just like Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, we all, you know, it just takes a second for us to get going, but then once we go, don't you try to get in our way. Oof. You're still talking about Shaq. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome back, y'all. It's episode 55 of NBA. It's a brother on brother episode. Tad is sick today. He's got a bit of a. He's got a bit of a sore throat. <laughs> Psych. Sore throat, aka hangover. You know what you did. You know what you did. If you're listening to this, Fourth of July was two days ago. So everybody on uh, on Twitter, make sure you uh, at at uh, Tad Hall underscore and uh bitch him out for uh yeah being uh, too drunk to not do the showing podcast. up how dare being you too drunk to do the podcast uh i can't say shit i got too drunk to go to work the other day so <laughs> that's and i actually get paid for that so Ooh, um how you doing man how's your fourth pretty good uh did all the cooking uh, uh you know uh sweat my ass off it was hot as fuck it, it was yesterday. Uh, and i mean i was happy it didn't rain which was definitely nice uh but well, it did, but not not, what not you where I was. Yeah, not yeah. when I was there. No, I was there was a point in time I was like, just like a drizzle to cool me down would be nice. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. It wasn't that bad. Uh, I have, I had fun. It's very tiring, like doing all of that running around in the sun. Yeah, I. It's nice that uh, nobody's Fourth of July got ruined by any major free. Yeah, AC this is the first notes. time in two years. Well, last year Gordon Hayward just fucking he just ruined everybody's Fourth yeah. of July. Um. Oh, speaking of really quick, I just want to jump in. Fourth of July, uh, jazz players. Last year, Gordon Hayward was like, I'm leaving the jazz. This year, uh, Donovan Mitchell was like, yo, who's got a cookout? I'll that come was, by. That was so great. And then he just like was at someone's house. He's just so cool. He's just like chilling in a pool uh, and shit. He always um, walks he walks around with that like the his chain has like the little little tiny medallion in it with number forty five in it. I'm like, Oh, I wish I was that cool. <laughs> uh, welcome back, y'all. This is NBA. NBA, pardon me, the podcast that tries to talk about basketball shit. Mostly we just talk shit. Shoot. I am your host, uh, Jake Hilas, a.k.a. Dennis Podman. Nice. And uh, directly in front of me. Tell them your name, my brother. Yo, I'm Nikki Kiles, a.k.a. Paul Schmorgus George. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I almost fucked it you, up. You know, you stumbled there a little bit, yeah. but then you caught yourself. I caught myself. You caught yourself. Because I almost said Smorgasbord, and I was like, that doesn't work. <laughs> it's not his name. <laughs> well, what a segue. Why don't we start with Paul George? Yeah. The first big... Uh, Big th- domino to fall in free mm-hmm. agency. Free agencies uh, opened up at midnight on July first, and, and immediately the deals just started rolling and in. It's been. It's only been what f- fucking. It's at this point, it'll be five days when people fifth. listen. But uh, yeah, it's. It's been five five days. Five five days of craziness. A lot of craziness. Uh, obviously, for the listeners who don't know, Paul George goes back to OKC unexpected since he was doing all that talking about going to LA. Uh, signs for four years. Yeah, three years plus a player option, but. Four years, effectively, in OKC, where most people are like, this can't be fun for you. This can't be fun know, for you. Right? Um, what were your reactions when you found out that he was going back? Uh, I was, I mean, I was happy because I think that, I feel like that'd be a, I, I don't know. I Paul George, to me, feels like the kind of guy who kind of wants to be Pippen. He, I don't think he wants to be the number one. Interesting. And now... We'll talk about this in a second. Had he gone to the Lakers like everyone expected, he also would not be the number one. No, he'd be even more of a Pippen. Yeah. But no, that's not true. He's even more of a Pippen now because Russ mm -hmm. dominates the ball. Oh, yeah. Russ is very much the Jordan of this situation. I'm glad you brought that up because this isn't over the top take, but this is just a hot take. Like, 
Um, Russ has a lot of like early MJ in him where mm-hmm. he's just like scoring at all costs. I'll do it all by myself. Well, yeah, because that one year that uh, I forget which season it was. I can't remember. But, but like Jordan averaged like 30 something points. Yeah, I mean, he did that multiple like, times. But there, early in his it career, was in the early, it was, I think it was like 88 or something like that. I forget. I can't remember which one, but he played point guard pretty much the whole season. Yeah. He was like, fuck everybody, I'm doing this now. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, Russ has a lot of that in him. And, um, you know, a, a complimentary wing who can shoot the ball well and defend, it makes sense. Um, clearly, they need to get rid of a one uh, Carmelo Anthony, which who knows yeah. if they're going to buy him out. I don't see it, but um, maybe. Maybe at like the midway point of the season. Maybe. I mean, who or knows? Or they just Dwayne Wade him. They're like, just get the fuck yeah. out of here. I was going to say, they might just do that shit. Um, but yeah. And then, I kind of knew that it was, the writing was on the wall once they had a party and he was there. Like, once, there's mm-hmm. no way he's going to go to a party, especially in Oklahoma City. Yeah, and the world of worst. Nobody goes to a party in Oklahoma Like, City. <laughs> it was a party with Nas there, uh, and then Russell Westbrook left his family in Hawaii to go to Oklahoma City for a party. My man, he, that guy loves Oklahoma City. Yeah, doing ball that is life. Oh, my ball God. Um, no, I mean, Could it, you yeah, imagine, cool. really quick, let's just put that hypothetical you and Amber are in Hawaii on vacation and you go, babe, I got to leave for a day because I have to go throw a party to convince someone to keep working with me. <laughs> I think she would understand. However, she would be like, if you think that I'm flying back by myself, yeah. you got another thing coming. You yeah. Get your ass over <laughs> here after that party. Yeah. Get your ass enjoy, back over Enjoy here. those six hours, but you're flying right back. We've got, <laughs> we've got snorkeling on Saturday, damn it. <laughs> We're gonna pet dolphins, okay? <laughs> you wanna you wanna miss out on an opportunity to pet dolphins? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Paul George goes back to OKC. Um. You know what? It was their first year together. You kind of have to give it a chance, and I kind of love the small the small market team holding on to its star. Small market team with I think now the the highest. They uh, had three hundred million this week. Uh, they have the highest uh, payroll payroll now yeah. in Raymond, the entire Raymond NBA. They're number one. Three hundred mil. They also signed Nerlens Noel, which I kind of like. I like that. He's a rim runner back. He's going to be Steven Adams' backup. Yeah, he's a one plus one. He'll Mm -hmm. probably play a lot more of that rim runner role than he was doing in in Dallas. Um, The biggest signing, though, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, LeBron James, four years, $154 million to the Los Angeles Lakers. Most people saw the writing on the wall. This was definitely his most subtle announcement. Yeah. Like Clutch just tweeted it. And that was pretty much it. So I was okay with. When it first happened, I thought it was a joke. Like I had to check that there was a blue <laughs> check mark next to sh- next to Woj's name. Yeah. Just to confirm. Um, but ultimately, LeBron goes to L.A. Everyone's like, "Woo! Here we go, Lakers!" And he, I think he handled it well. Um, it seems to me like he doesn't seem to be in a huge rush to be signing anybody or making big trades. Like it seems like he's gonna be patient with this situation, yeah. which is odd. I mean. Ultimately, everybody knows that the Warriors are impossible to beat. He's probably tired of going against them. And honestly, he might be looking at this season as like a vacation. Like, I'm going to go to L.A. on a vacation. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not expecting us to do that great Nobody this else is coming here. It's just going to be me and the young kids. And yeah. I'm just going to, like, mentor. And, like, I'm going to have so much free time to spend with my family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go to Sierra Canyon and watch my boy play some ball uh, and yeah. do its thing. Um, so, yeah, obviously the LeBron thing kind of shook the entire NBA universe. Um until well, hold on. Before we move on to okay, the next that's thing. fine. Um, looking at like those two signings, um, specifically with the LeBron signing, because like 
it was pretty clear that no major moves were going to be made. Like CP3 signed his four-year deal with Houston, which is a lot. That dude's That's like 37 a lot. at the end of that deal. That's a long deal. For a point guard who broke down at the end of the playoffs yeah, because he couldn't handle the minutes, which, granted, the guy's been playing for a long time. So, yeah. you know, he, it is what it is. But um, nonetheless, what does Cleveland do now? Like, do you foresee them just moving forward this season with Kevin Love being their number one player, or do you think they're going to ship him off? Well, the thing is, as the team stands now, they still might get an eighth seed in the fucking East. It's not. It's not impossible. No, it's not. They're not. They're. They're not good. They're not good. And they lost Jeff Green. So yeah, uh, poor <laughs> Jeff Green, <laughs> Uncle Jeff. We got to talk about the Wizards. We'll uh, wait for the yeah, Eagles. we'll wait on that one. Uh, but yeah, that I. Uh, I I don't know. I I feel like it'd be smart to move Kevin Love out because he's gonna get you wins, and they probably want to. They want to. They should probably tank. Maybe. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't want to tank. Maybe they just want to like continue to make the playoffs and just like. What's their starting lineup right now? So you're probably looking at Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, George Hill, Kyle Korver, J.R. Smith. Hmm. Who's bringing J.R. Smith? Your point guard in that situation? No, George Hill. Oh yeah, George Hill. Duh. Dumbass. Probably go with those guys and just kind of run it out there, you know. Yeah, that's that sounds like an eighth seed. In it, they the could East. be the eighth seed, or you blow it up and you trade Kevin Love and you try to get rid of Tristan Thompson and you give him up. In all honesty, if you give up Tristan, you 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 would give up like Kyle Korver because he's also he could still contribute. He can, he can contribute to a winning team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure where they go from here, and like their cap is fucked. Their pick situation—they've been trading first-round picks for like the last four years. Yeah. So their pick situation's fucked. Um, it's going to be an uphill battle for Cleveland. Yeah, I I don't expect uh much for I don't know. It's I, I'm I'm excited to see what Colin Sexton can do. Um, it's not the worst team for him to start on. No, it's his team now. Yeah, uh, it's still Kevin Love's team if he stays. But ah, eh, true. But uh, even when Kevin, like, I don't know. I for, I don't. Cleveland just doesn't seem to like Kevin Love. Uh, no, I kind of like the idea of him just having a, one of those like Minnesota Kevin Love type seasons where they're like, look, we're going to run everything through you. Yeah. And we're going to up your trade value and we're going to get I, you to a team that you want to play. I would, I would like it if they were like, all right, Kevin, gain another 20 pounds. We need you to go back to being fat. Bad move. I, well, it's a bad move for like his JCPenney commercials or whatever he's a part of. Banana Republic. Banana Republic. Sorry. Uh, but it's got it's going to definitely be like, yo, gain a little bit of weight. Get back to just averaging 20 and 20. Let's just I see mean, what happens can, if we run everything through you. He can still do that. They're going to have to run the offense through him. And they're, the reality is there are worse players to run through your offense through than Kevin Oh, Love. for sure. Kevin Love at one point in time was a top 10 player in the NBA. So yeah. it's not crazy to think that he could get back there if you feature him as the primary offensive weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think between, let's say, Philadelphia and Boston stands to benefit the most from LeBron leaving? Uh, between those two teams specifically, there's really nobody else in the East. I guess Toronto. I would too. say Toronto. Toronto. So Toronto. If you look at those three teams. Uh, Toronto has proved that the only way that they can lose is if LeBron James is on the other team. So you think that so, Toronto takes the most advantage of this situation? I, I, I no. I think Toronto ends up being the like the second seed, and everyone's like, "Hey, this year LeBron's not around," and then the Sixers kick him out somehow. Yeah. Uh, I the, I think it's like one's Boston, two's Toronto, three's the Celtics. Fours the Pacers. The I mean, <laughs> the Sixers. Fours the Pacers. I guess Pacers didn't make any moves that I got. I was hoping that they. Would <laughs> I'm sorry. What they got? Dougie McBuckets. Which who else was paying that dude? 
They gave him $12 million. You know what they were probably thinking? We're going to do the exact same thing with him that we did with Oladipo. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fucking scorer who everyone here loves anyways. <laughs> Maybe he'll gain some of his confidence back and mm-hmm. all of a sudden just start crushing it. He does feel to Sixth me like man of the who, year. He does feel to me like somebody who would do better in a small market. He's mm-hmm. only been in big markets up to this point. I mean, Dallas isn't a big market, but he was only there for the back half of the season. Yeah, and it was OKC as well in that one. For a little oh, I bit. forgot about OKC. That's right. Yeah. Like, you know, he goes to OKC, small market. But that was also like, back half of the season. And playing with Russ, which is not easy. Yeah. Um. So the other um, – I'm blanking out. Oh, the other big um, the other big signing um, was DeAndre Jordan to the Mavericks. So, of mm-hmm. course, he doesn't accept his player option. Yep. Signs a deal with the Mavericks for one year, $24 million. $24 million to go to Dallas – Three years too late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you Th- think about time, that signing? This time, no one's driving around texting asking for his number. No. Uh, I. I feel like they're they're just the, the Dallas's thought process is, we've got two legit ball handlers now in Doncic and uh, Dennis Smith Jr. We're going for it. We're making it to the playoffs, guys. We're doing it. They're not fucking Mark Cuban's like yo. Made a lot of good moves here. We're going to take a shot at this and try to make that eight seed. I mean, it doesn't sound like a terrible team. Would it be Dennis Smith Jr. and, and Doncic? I, I guess Doncic's technically your two in that situation. You although he's 6'8". He'll probably be there yeah. three. Wesley Matthews, like Harrison, Barnes at the Harrison Barnes, and then DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, Dirk's, And then Dirk's, Dirk's your sixth man. You kind of have to, man. He's getting older. Yeah. He's getting out there. He's like 41, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he's he's just close. 40. He's going to become he's 41 during close. the next season, I think is what it was. Um. Yeah, that was a weird signing for me because it's a lot of money to give a 30-year-old center. I mean, it's one year. It's basically what the Sixers did with J.J. Redick. Yeah. It's just like, let's see if he can give us a little jolt. And he goes back to the Sixers, too, on a on $12 million wait, Yeah, a little cheaper now. It was like maybe 12 13 somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and then they picked up – no, not Urson. They got, they got Bellinelli, right? No, Bellinelli. So Bellinelli goes back to the Spurs. Oh, no, they didn't Ersan, get either one. They, yeah, Ersan goes to Milwaukee. Ersan's gone to the Milwaukee. They did make a trade for Wilson Chandler, though, which I really oh, like. no, this is the one that they got that I really like. Wilson Chandler. No, they picked up Neiman Bielisa today. Oh, they did? Yeah. I missed that. Or Niemann. I, I know we don't know how to properly say his name. I didn't know that. They picked him up today uh, for not that much either. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he wasn't going for a month. Uh, yeah, uh, so that that was – and I saw that. I was like, ooh, I'm very happy about that one. Well, this is the funny part of free agency because, like – Oh, here's what we haven't talked about in L.A. So the Lakers sign LeBron and immediately follow up with signing Lance Stevenson, mm-hmm. JaVale McGee, mm-hmm. and Rajon Rondo. All right, look at this, man. I'm going to let you know how it is. Okay. One, Lance Stevenson only loses against LeBron. So if he's <laughs> with LeBron, he'll never lose. JaVale McGee, that's two-time champion JaVale McGee to you, sir. <laughs> and number three, you're going to tell me that playoff Rondo, you don't want playoff Rondo on That's your true. team? Once he hits that fourth gear. Mm-hmm. Ooh, buddy. Oh, man. It's just so weird to me that you would sign Rondo when you basically have, like, light-skinned Rondo, light-skinned taller Rondo in your yeah. backcourt right now. Yeah, you, you pretty much were like, okay, Lonzo Ball, great passer, great at defense, can't shoot for shit. Who are we going to get to mentor him? Rajon Rondo, double down on the passing, half-ass defense except when it comes to playoff time, and fuck shooting. Who needs to score, baby? We got this. Also, is Lance Stevenson the J.R. Smith in this situation? Does does he just require one of those everywhere? He gets into whatever LeBron James gets into whatever city he's in. He's like, I need a court jester. Get me one. Here's the thing about LeBron James. He is a terrible talent evaluator. 
mm-hmm. has always been a, b- a bad talent evaluator. Like they brought fucking KCP back on a max contract too. Well, his max, his like twelve max. million. I forgot about that one. <laughs> so you sign all these guys who are like, I'm. I'm just curious, like what their angle is. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like nobody was really vying for Lance's services. No, the Pacers literally kicked him out, you which know, I was. Javale McGee was a quick that. signing. Like, why do you why do you feel the need to sign people so fast? Like, yeah, let the let the summer lay out. Like, let people kind of pick out who they want, and then you can get some mid level exceptions and and fill out your roster that and way. And they're all like one or two years, right? I feel like. Yeah, they're they're all one year deals. They're, they're all one year deals. Quick deals. But the thing is too is like, let the kids play. Why do you fill the roster up with guys who like kind of sort of need to play? Yeah. Uh, I think I think he's doing. They're just like wasting time because they're like I don't know. Fucking Kawhi will probably come here next year or some shit. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, not maybe if, not. not if they can make a package. Well, I, in Philly. They keep on fucking throwing things around here. <laughs> Someone said uh, because Jimmy Butler was talking about how he's annoyed. Oh, can we please talk about that? Yeah, that's fine. We, he was n- annoyed by how like nonchalant they all are in Minnesota, and someone literally was like, "Why don't they just swap Kawhi Leonard for Jimmy Butler? You're, it's a one-year deal for both of them, anyways." Because uh, they're both on their last year of their contracts. Yeah. So it's like, fuck it. Swap them. Let them yeah. play with Pop for a little bit. See how he feels. The Jimmy thing is weird because, like, you can't get rid of Cat. No. You can't do He's it. your future. He's, the, he's the, the centerpiece. And if they can't get along, you might lose him in free agency unless you trade him this year. So there's rumors going around that him and Kyrie want to play together, yeah. which I don't think Boston can afford him, nor would they <laughs> want to based on their core now. Yeah. However... There are some rumors going around that Kyrie wants to go and play for the Knicks. So does Jimmy. And Jimmy Butler wants to play with Kyrie. And there's also some small rumors that Kevin Durant wants to play for the Knicks. Could you imagine a Knicks roster with KP, KD, Kyrie, and Jimmy? See how I did that? Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. And the best part about that. Is they still end up losing? <laughs> Not a chance, dude. That roster—they're <laughs> the fucking Knicks. That's man. the best team in the East if that happens. Uh, until Dolan finally dies or actually trades, like he said, or uh, sells the team, like he said he might never, do. Never gonna happen. That was the one thing that uh, Bill Simmons said that I was laughing my ass off. He was like, 19 years of James Dolan being the uh, GM." And he just announced that he might sell the team. Everyone in New York is losing their fucking mind. <laughs> That's how terrible the Knicks are. And even if they somehow miraculously get all that next year, they're still going to fucking lose. Tell you, man. <laughs> fucking you get, ridiculous. You get those guys? You know what? Apparently Kawhi wants to go there. Add him. They'll still fucking no, lose. That wouldn't all of them will somehow get injured or forget how to play. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, speaking of the Knicks, and this is probably my favorite signing of the entire free agency period, Mario Zonia. Yeah. New York Nick. It, it's fucking perfect. It's fitting. He is the type of guy, like when he was playing for... Uh, Real Madrid, he was, he was just like he he's a guy who needs a big stage, mm-hmm. and uh, sorry Orlando, but uh, not a big stage. Yeah, sorry Ted, they, they never gonna be a big, a big stage there. Um, it's a tiny ass I stage. I like I like them taking a chance on him because he was a top five pick. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of promise coming out of Europe, and he's got somebody in in K Porzizi that <laughs> can mentor him a bit. You know, understands where he's coming from. Highly touted European um, prospect and has had success. Yeah. You know, somebody now. <laughs> did you see the meme of uh, the two Spider-Mans looking at each other? Where it was Tim yeah, Runaway yeah. and Mario Hazonia looking at each other? Yeah. It's like, mm, who's going to get the shots up there? <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting to see, but I really like that signing for them. It's just fucking take a shot, man. It's like, those Knicks are going to suck anyway. Yeah, you might as well it. take a shot at it. Um, I, I, you were saying Knicks, and I literally just saw this. 
Uh, Fizdale has said that he's thought of playing a big Knicks lineup with Kevin Knox at the two, a front court of Por- uh, and a front court of Porzingis at the three, with Luke Cornett and Mitchell Robinson. And he said, "quote I have a crush on Wingspan." Oh God! I, I'm sure he's just joking. That is the Knicksiest thing I've ever heard. That is so Knicksy. Like, yo, we're gonna go the opposite of the league. We're gonna just go big as all fuck. a bunch of d- Kevin Knox gonna be our point guard. Oh Six, God! Nine. Good luck defending us. We're huge. Who would be at the one there? Probably Nilakina or Emmanuel Moutier. Okay, yeah, I guess so. They don't that's, have a lot of great options at point guard. I guess Tim Hardaway. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. is your point guard. Oh, man. That or you just let terrible. us on your running. He's like 6'8". Yeah, it's, that does uh, not sound like fun. I like that signing. I'm trying to think of some other signings that were like noteworthy. Like Amir Johnson went back to the Sixers. Here's the interesting thing. There are still a lot of uh, – oh, and Aaron Gordon goes back to the Orlando Magic. Yep. Four years, $20 million. Uh, um, uh, Jokic over at Jokic in, uh, signed his extension. Yep. Uh, Devin Booker is in the process of, of negotiating extension. A lot of interesting signings. Trevor Reza got picked up oh, on the Suns. That was a weird signing a, to me. There's always weird ones every like, year. I mean, you, need, you don't really need him as like a veteran presence. However, I think that hurts the Rockets a lot. That hurts yeah. the Rockets. Did you see a who lot. they replaced him with? No. Rookie of the year, Michael Carter Williams. Oh God, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what they've always tried to do. He doesn't do anything that fits on that team. He can't shoot. I he literally don't understand defend. the point of it. He cannot dribble. I don't know how that guy keeps on getting work. He must have dirt on every single NBA maybe team. Maybe that's what it is. He just knows shit. Or maybe he's just like really likable. Yeah. They're like, I, he, you know, good ro- good locker room guy. Good locker room guy. He just gets along with everyone. What, <laughs> what is the favorite part about Michael, Michael Carter Williams? You know, that guy knows how to poach an he's egg. He's a good dude. <laughs> Makes a great ceviche. Yeah, the ceviche is to die for. Yeah, not too not too acidic. Just a great. <laughs> it's a great ceviche. That guy knows his wine. <laughs> you know, so I tell him I want some Italian. You know, it's from this vineyard in this province. He knows exactly where to get it. Yeah. He knows what it's called. Knows how much it cost. Knows the tasting notes. I know his name is Michael Carter Williams, but here in where did he play last? Charlotte. I don't remember what was, was last. In Charlotte. Yeah. here in Charlotte, we call him MCW, which stands for makes crazy waffles <laughs> my man my man knows how to time waffles all right man Boy. he doesn't even use the timer it's on the thing he's got it it's just an internal clock i don't know if he's belgian but he sure <laughs> knows what he's doing um yeah that was a weird signing um the other thing that i wanted to talk about as well that, that kind of shook up the nba is boogie signing with the warriors one year 5.3 million yeah um where were you the day that the warriors finally took over the nba forever i uh, was <laughs> Destiny was like okay? I'm gonna say I'm gonna preface this with with I was rock climbing, and then I was cooking, and then Destiny was like, "You need to help me figure out my uh medical like um what the hell are they called uh insurance." She's like, "We're gonna look through my insurance forms." And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" And she's like, "Yep, we're doing this." Awesome. She's just reading it, and my phone just vibrates a few times. And I'm like, sorry, my phone just vibrated like four times. Something important must have happened. And I grabbed my phone and I was like, oh, Woz my bomb. God. I literally, Woz bomb. Woz bomb. I was literally like, oh, my fucking God. And she goes, if it's basketball related, <laughs> you put that shit in your pocket. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I know. I was at the hospital. Yes, and I'm ma'am. Like, I'm at the hospital. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I'm good. Don't that, worry about me. That was the most like I'm a grown up now moment in my life. I was like freaking out over a basketball related thing that and my girlfriend is like, no, 
We're de- we're dealing with with medical <laughs> Time for stuff health now. Talk. We're dealing with health insurance. Ugh, barf. That's how much of a child I am. I can't remember that it's just called health insurance. I keep saying <laughs> medical stuff. So here's what I'll say. My initial response was, "Fuck the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I give up. This is so stupid." And then I started to realize, like, clearly there wasn't a market out there for him because, like, Boogie wanted max money. He was going out there for max money. And clearly his team was like, nobody's offering a shit. They're afraid because of your injury. It's either, like, the Pelicans or bust. Yeah. And then at the last minute, oh, we'll talk about the Pelicans here in a second. And at the last minute, Golden State's like, look, man, you can take as much time as you need to rehab. There's no pressure on you to come back. You can come back, get your reps up, play on a fun team, get your ring, win – You've never made it to the playoffs, and you can leave next year. Yep. Go get paid. Somebody's going to pay you. Uh, yeah. You can hang out this year. Take your time. we got a great staff here. We brought Steph back. He's got ankle problems. Like, yeah. brought all these guys back. Come hang out with us. You know you like us. We'll just want to ring. Yeah, what we'll we be do? fine. Who what cares? Um, just relax. It's they, uh, There was a thing I was, I was looking at. Uh, it, their new, that's their starting lineup. I mean, once he comes uh, back, once he saying, comes he's not going to come back to like mid-January. Probably? I think it was like uh, end of December, early January, yeah, something that like that. Right. But uh, he, <laughs> there was a thing that I saw. Um, between the five of them, they have thirteen All NBA selections. Crazy. The people who are currently remaining in the East, now that LeBron left, have in the last five years twelve <laughs> All NBA selections. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors could beat the entire Eastern Conference All-Stars. There's no question about it. And if it wasn't for the fact that he was injured, there would have been a point in time where they the starting like five all five of them would have been playing. And I know they do they no longer do East versus West, but still. Right. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um couple of other big men signings that happened. Uh Julius Randle goes to New Orleans, which I actually really like that signing. I'm fine with it. Although he's not starting though, right? <sighs> I don't you know what they're going to do. You can't start him. Nikola Mirotic fucking went off he as your stretch four. I and agree. you're going to be like, congratulations, now you're going to be on the bench I or completely agree be our three, which we've already known no, you're terrible that's at. That's not going to work. No, I completely agree that they need to bring Julius Randle off the bench and him have him be like your off-the-bench offensive spark club. Because like, that motherfucker gets to the basket at mm-hmm. will. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah. He just he just bullies I'd say he's like a, like a Kyle O'Quinn or like a... Uh, oh, why? I can't think a, of his name all of a sudden. He's a very rich man's quiet. Yeah, a rich man's Kyle he's like O'Quinn. A, he's like fucking... Warren Buffett's <laughs> I can't think of his name all of a sudden, but he was on Boston. He also was on the Bucks. Greg Monroe. Like, those guys were like, because he's not a good defensive player. Uh, He's not terrible, but he's very athletic. He's a good passer. He dribbles the ball pretty well, and he can hit that, like, 15 to 22-foot yeah. jumper. It would be nice for a big man to get the Sixth Man of the Year award. I don't think he'll get it, but still, like, it'd be cool. It's not impossible. But That's something hard. I like to, to do. I've, I've noticed something I really enjoy doing is predicting the sixth man of the year i'm gonna fuck about mvp rookie of the year i just like who's the guy who's good enough to be like is pretty great but not good enough to be on the actual starting lineup that is the most boring award that there is i know um another big man signing uh which caught me off guard frankly um white howard signed with the fucking wizards yesterday following a jeff green signing by the way uh, which begs the question sorry there's a point in time that he said he was trying to get back in l.a (laughs) Oh, what? Good. So I'm sorry, Wizards. You thought Marching Gortat was a, a nuisance in the locker room? Dwight Howard was just like, mm, hold my beer. Yeah, because that motherfucker everywhere he goes. Now this is this. 
the stories have gone back and forth. Some people are like, no, he's not that bad. It's just, you know, not a great fit. But like, it's there's no way that a dude plays. And we didn't talk about Dwight Howard getting traded and then waived. But like, there's no way that a dude plays on seven teams in eight years. There, there's no way that a future Hall of Famer, because I feel like he's going to win, going oh, to go to the, the Hall of Fame. Fame. He'll be. The, he's had one of the weirdest career arcs ever, though. His like his peak was all time great. Like, yeah. Top twenty five all time great. And then his fall from grace when he went to L.A. and then Houston and then Atlanta and then Charlotte and Brooklyn and Washington. It's just like. I, it's just so weird. Do we count? Happened do we count Brooklyn though? That's like counting uh, Derrick Rose and the Jazz. It's a stop. It was a stop. It's a stop. He was on the roster for twenty-two hours. Probably. He was. He was. It was like Inception. He was on his way over there, and he's like, "I'm gonna be in the Brooklyn." And he took a nap, and he woke up, landed in Brooklyn. <laughs> They're like, "Actually, you're going to DC." <laughs> Sorry. It's crazy, man. His his career is just like so so weird. It's crazy. Um, because he he's. I he mean, was, he still didn't he average like fourteen rebounds a game last? Oh, he last was serviceable season? last year. He was good. Still last year. did great. He wasn't yeah. bad. He wasn't bad at all. Um, yeah, it's just it's just sad. It's just but really sad to see his career go the way that it has. Um, here's the thing that I wanted to talk about too. So we're at the point now where like money's gone. Mm-hmm. Like the only teams that have money are teams that most of these free agents don't want to play with. Yeah, like and the Bulls, like the Bulls or the, the Hawks, Hawks, the Kings, like people that have salary yeah. cap are the, the the bad teams, the, yeah. the teams that have no good players because good players are the ones that make the, l- the most money. Um, and obviously, and selfishly as a Bulls fan, I'm thinking about Zach Levine. So like, there's a lot of rumors out, out there that like the Kings are really interested yeah, in. Yeah, they're him. really trying to get him. Uh, which my thing is like, if they offer him like anything over 16, have fun in Sacramento, buddy. Yeah. Like, I just we can't pay that guy. We can't pay him more than like fifteen million dollars to come back because, like, we don't which know is, what we're gonna get. Which is wild because I was like, they'll probably give him like eighteen. And which they don't know I what thought the hell that originally doing. they can't go over eighteen. If you, they they go over eighteen, they're fucking themselves over. Well, it's the Bulls front office. Unless they sign him to like a short term deal, just like a prove yourself deal. Like, okay, you want twenty mil? You get one year. Here you go, buddy. One a one plus one. One plus one. But it's team option. Enjoy That's not it. any your option, boy. Enjoy it. Um, yeah, and, like, Clint Capella, too, like, he was, like, the bell of the ball in free agency, and now, like, there are limited options for him. Well, because all the teams that needed him got someone else. Right, and, like, of the teams in free agency that haven't really made a splash out, like, good teams, not bad teams, who are you, like, most disappointed about? Like, teams that haven't really made a move. Um, I think, hmm. I mean, Houston really hasn't done anything. And, like, we already talked about Michael Carter-Williams is not the greatest thing no, to do. No, and, like, you know, they lose Trevor Ariza, which, you know, he's definitely at the ta- tail end of his career. And, like, yeah. Luke Mbamute is basically going to take his minutes. And yeah. Luke Mbamute is younger and, you could argue, is a better fit. Portland hasn't done shit. They haven't. And now Nurkic is still out there. Yeah. I wonder if they bring him back because now the money's dried up and he's not going to get the contract that he thought he was going to get. Yeah. Like, he might get, like, $9 million. Mm-hmm. Like, he might get that Julius Randle money. Yeah. Because, um, like, Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't talk about this either. They technically the Pelicans replaced Boogie with Julius Randle, mm-hmm. and they also technically replaced Rajon Rondo with Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton. I know that Anthony Davis will be leaving at the end of his contract. That boy I is gone. I promise that he's going to be gone at the that end of his contract. Boy is gone. I do like Julius Randle there. The Alfred Payton thing doesn't make any sense to mm-hmm. me. Um, because like Rajon Rondo was a big piece of their team last yeah. year. Yeah, he's a oh big part God. of the team. That signing, it's just like all the Lakers signings were really, like really disappointing to me. It's like don't really make sense. My big one is like, what are the Bucks doing, man? Yeah, Ursan Elias over for three years. 
You've been to, you've been there already. He was there once. Yeah, he's been there before. You can get him really cheap. Why are you just scooping him up? Yeah, so fast. And they haven't touched Jabari yet. Yeah, like there's a lot of free agents out there. Like there's Zach Levine, there's Jabari, there's Nurkic, like, Nurkic, there's Clint Capella. Yeah, you know, there's there's still some. I can't think good, of all the good free agents that are out there that have yet to sign. There's definitely some. I I know there's other ones. And then you know, kind of your low budget ones like Tyler Eulis got. Uh, he got released. He'll sign with mm-hmm. somebody. He's a good backup point guard. I actually wouldn't hate him coming to the Bulls as like another backup point guard. Um, who else? Somebody else got released too. That I'm just like the the name is escaping me. Uh, oh, like Derek Favors and Dante Exum went back to the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people. Yeah, they're gonna. I lead. just read it. The Jazz are returning 14 out of the 15 players from yeah. last season. You gotta just, just like, keep Damn. it going. You just gotta keep it going. Yeah. Um. So we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't talk about this, but. Uh, did you catch the uh, Philippines Australia game the mm-hmm. other day? Oh yes, did did I? <laughs> it was uh, it was a fight to the death, yes. literally. Uh, fight broke out in the uh, overseas Philadelphia versus or Philadelphia. Philadelphia, versus, yeah. Whoops, Philippines versus Australia game. It was the FIBA qualifiers, if I'm not Correct. mistaken. Correct. Um, now Thon Maker, many people don't know this, but has uh, he has Australian citizenship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where he went after he fled the Congo. Uh, actually, I don't know if he's from the Congo. He might be from Sudan. I don't remember. Nonetheless, um, scuffle broke out. The Filipinos were fighting the Australians. Don Maker just decided it's time for Kung Fu fighting. I'm (laughs) dropping motherfuckers. And it is Sudan. I'm dropping motherfuckers. And he went in hard with the kicks, with the legs. The man is like 7'2", and was kicking all these poor Filipinos in the mm. face. Like, multiple Filipinos in the face. <laughs> He's so long. Um, I watched that video, like, nine times. Yeah, it was crazy. On a loop. And, like, it's... I, I was watching it, and I was like, all right, whose fault? And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is 100% the Philippines' fault. Because somebody was like, somebody was like, why the fuck? Because what happened was the one guy knocked over an Australian player... And then he got punched in the face by an Australian. And that's how the whole thing got started. Of course. But then someone was someone was like, everyone's making it seem like it's his fault. He's like, here's a couple clips from the rest of the game. The whole game you watch as Philippines players are elbowing and punching the Australian players the whole game. And then there's actual footage of the fucking coach saying, hit somebody. We got to <laughs> do something. Because they were down 37 points. It reminds me of semi-pro. It's like... Somebody has somebody. Yeah, when <laughs> like hitting each other with f- shoes and phones and shit. It's so good. Yeah, when they're fucking w- that whole thing. And then, like, so Australia was smart. Not a single player came off the bench. Every single player and the coaching staff and the trainers and some fans from the Philippines uh, got into the fight. They ganged up on one player. It was literally 10 on one at one point, which was a little <laughs> fucked up. And then as he got out or got up, someone threw a chair and hit him with it. Jesus. And so, uh, Ten players got kicked out from the uh, Filipino side, and I think like three four, Australian, three Australians yeah, or something like that. Thirteen players got kicked out in total. Uh, so then the game was five on four. <laughs> then someone fouled out, and then they were like, "It's five on three. Then they're like, "Fuck it, just keep fouling them." Five on two, and then when it was five on one, they were like, "All right, so I guess this game's over now." <laughs> Like they, the rest literally just canceled the game oh, and gave man. it to Australia. It's and like depressing. It was it, one of the guys that w- that got in trouble, like from the Philippine side, 
uh, I was reading like comments on it, and they're like, "What do you expect from that guy?" And I was like, "I don't know. I don't know shit about the Philippines basketball players." So like, I Googled him, and it was literally just it was compilation videos of times he gets in the of fights. I was like, "Yo, this guy's a piece <laughs> of shit." He was. T- I don't even remember his name, but also who cares? Oh, He's literally famous for hitting players. That's so good. There was literally one of the videos. He got boxed out by a guy. They were down twenty-seven. So it looks like don't. Don't ever, like, kind of slaughter the Philippines because then they'll fight you. Yep. Uh, they go down swinging. Yeah, apparently. Literally. And the guy, he gets boxed out. He didn't like the way he was boxed out, I guess. And he just fucking, like, bat, or basketball, like, wrestling style, cocks back and just does, like, a full <laughs> a, a forearm slap on the guy. And the guy's like, ah, and he falls over. And then he starts yelling at him, like, how fucking dare you get hit by me? Like, I was like, what is happening here? I'm sure that wasn't what he was yelling. I'm sure it wasn't. Um, but. Anyways, great basketball fight. You don't see many of those. Um, no, well, they talk, I remember it's like it doesn't have. I remember everyone's like, why aren't they fighting more in the NBA? Which I just I'm going to go ahead and say it. If if you watch sports just for the potential for of a violence, brawl, yeah. you're, you need to get yeah, you need to idiot. figure something out with your life. You're an idiot. Uh, that's fucking stupid. But like no NBA fights will ever happen again because they're all so like big deal that a lot of them are like yo my face is my money maker well, outside and, like, of basketball they're all like best buddies since yeah. they're like 12 years old like they all played AAU together and, and like, they, they know, just don't they don't fight each other and anymore. they're like yo i know how much money i'm going to lose if i throw a punch like that it's stupid to fight there's no need for it so they're like i'm not going to fucking do it and then it turns out when you watch a fight at first, I was like, oh, cool. But then, like, when I, we watched it a couple times, I was like, this is actually kind of scary. That Australian dude who was on the floor with people literally kicking him in the face, like, th- I was like, okay, that does not look good. Filipinos fight dirty, man. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of quick questions before we wrap up today. Who now is the best player in the Eastern Conference? Um, is it Giannis? Is it Joel Embiid? Is it Ben Simmons? Is it? Kyrie Irving, I I think I think overall it's actually Kyrie. Is it Victor Oladipo? <laughs> yeah, Kyrie, get the fuck out! I of here. I You're crazy. I, well, I want to say Giannis, but I don't want it to seem you like know, I'm just Giannis is like a top ten player, top seven player in the NBA. It's yeah, not crazy to say Giannis. I, yeah, I, that's who I really wanted to say, but I was like, yeah, maybe Kyrie. No, you it's Giannis. Say, you could say Giannis. I wouldn't be mad if somebody said Joel Embiid. The only reason I say no to that is because he hasn't played enough for me to. I I know he's good. Don't get me wrong. I understand how good he is. He's amazing. I want to see one more season. He's gonna be if he does what he did last season, all this season. He's, he's done for it two sure. Two seasons in a row now. He did it for a season and like a quarter no, of a season. He's done it two seasons in a row now. He's amazing. He's the best player in the East. You, know, you see how Skip Bayless yeah. was like Joel Embiid is, and he retweeted out. He tweeted him. He's like, "That was the motivation I needed." Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. The gym now. <laughs> um, I hate Skip Bayless. No, I hate Skip Bayless. He's annoying as shit. Do you think LeBron wins a championship before he leaves LA? No. I agree. I don't think that's going to happen. I agree. I I, I think it'll be uh, he'll play there for a little. I mean, who knows? He might stay. It depends a lot on what they do in four in years. Next is, year. In four years, is that when his kid uh, is in the? Yeah, his it's when he becomes. So his son will be graduating high school in twenty twenty one, which is the end of his contract. Yeah, and that's what they're saying is when they're going to lift the one and done ban. Mm-hmm. So he's chancing it. Um, yeah, I think a, a lot of it depends on the moves they make moving forward the rest of this off season. And then of course, like next off season or yeah. during the season. Um, 
if they get Kawhi, it definitely helps their chances. If they get somebody like Dame, like they're gonna make moves. Yeah. Like LeBron's gonna want to see what they can do. Um, you know the Warriors, they just have they have a stranglehold on the NBA, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. But they just have a strangle, and like everybody else is just like, fuck it, man. Like yeah. fuck it, let's just we might as well just suck and try to be good in five years when the Warriors are on the decline. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you got to bank on now, and it yeah. sucks. That's why I secretly hope that Kevin Durant does because like he signed his contract too. But yeah, that was kind of hush years, hush. Right? It's a one plus one. There's a one plus one. That's what it was. He could leave at the end of the next year. Yeah. Now he could have left this year, and he could have mm-hmm. left two years ago. Yeah. S- or no, last year. So yeah. You know, um, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's I'll gonna ask, be interesting. I'll ask the question: Who do you think eventually ends up leaving that team? I think Katie leaves first. Yeah. I think he wants. I think he wants an opportunity to like change a franchise, and I think that the Knicks are really appealing to him. For whatever reason, I think him, the the narrative of him going to the Knicks and like saving that franchise that helps him get. He'll never be at the LeBron level, but it helps him get closer to LeBron in yeah. that narrative. Like the Knicks haven't won since nineteen seventy three. Yeah, they need somebody. You know what he should do is go to one of the many franchises who have never won and try to help them win one. No, the Knicks are a top three all time franchise in the NBA. Despite the fact that they've only won two championships. Yeah, despite the fact that they're not even that. Doesn't matter. They're, they're usually not they're, that good. They're the third most popular team in the NBA. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's Warriors, Lakers, Knicks. Yeah. It's always that. Celtics. Yeah, Celtics are pretty high up there, too. Celtics is definitely It's high somewhere up there. in that range. But they're one of the top three you, most famous I think all time, all time, all time, it's definitely, like, it's Lakers, Lakers, Celtics, Celtics Knicks, Knicks, and then and Bulls, then the, probably. Yeah, Bulls are probably close. Although you could argue that the Sixers might be above the Bulls. Mm, yeah, the Sixers are definitely up there. Um, but that's the thing. It's just, like... He seems to me to be the person that leaves first. Yeah. And I think if he goes anywhere, like the Knicks just they're primed for, for somebody. They need they need a star there. I, I will admit this. I like a real star, not the, like a Carmelo. Star. The NBA is definitely a lot of fun when the Knicks and like the Lakers and like all the old teams that everyone yeah, loves seeing see be them. great you are being great. Um I don't know. I would love. It's also. It's weird because I'm like. I would love to see just like a small market team just fucking start destroying people. It's a fun story. It's a fun story. But the reality is, is like, we want to. People love Cinderella stories, and they love David versus Goliath type shit. Yeah. But sometimes you just want predictable shit. Like you want to see Superman versus Lex Luthor. You don't want to see the uh, the off brand superheroes. Calendar man. Brand sure. You don't want to see real Superman versus Calendar Man. That's a boring fight. Even if Calendar Man comes out on top and you're like, oh, the little guy won. You don't want that. Yeah. You want to see Lakers, Celtics. Because there's history there. There's story behind it. Yeah. It just makes for a better narrative. Um, anything else we want to talk about today before we wrap up? Um, I don't know. I feel like there was something, but it must not have been that important because I've gotten uh, there's I don't know. Oh, did you see uh, Trey Young's first summer league game the other day? Trey Young, did he hit like w- two fucking he shots? Was one for eleven from three. One for eleven. Uh, he was that's, so bad. I just saw something right now. My now. boy Jaron Jackson now over. Jaron Jackson had a good game. Points. Did that little shimmy after hitting it at the half court. You know what? His jump shot is ugly, but it goes it's in. Consistent. It's yeah, consistent. It goes he in. He can pull up. Uh, I just saw this little clip. Uh, on, it happened just a couple minutes ago. It was does. Does this Grayson Allen fella have any kind of history of this sort of thing? And it's him just kind of running. You guys can uh, Google it. Grayson Allen got into a bit of a kerfuffle again. Oh, boy. Already. 
The Mormons are not going to like that. No, 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 no. You got <laughs> you can't fight, guys. Uh, well, Summer League is starting officially this Saturday yep. in Vegas. Um, Bulls play on Saturday. Everybody else is also playing on Saturday, so that's cool. Did you see Marvin Bagley's first game? Oh, yeah, he looks pretty good. He looks great. Doncic is like, it's kind of bullshit that I don't get to play, but whatever, it's Carlisle's th- uh, decision. And Carlisle came out today. He's like, it's not my decision. You still have to get no longer – you have to clear signature. You have to – pass a physical he's like if you get all that done before the summer league's over i'll let you play yeah but you've you got him. like 40 things you got to do beforehand I would love to watch him play yeah uh that. i think that would be oh, fun um i read something jordan bell plans on eating again or some <laughs> shit he's that been, he's been that hung over from the hangover. yeah he's like all i've been doing is drink i've been living off hennessy all off season so i need to get back to having like an actual yeah. uh diet or something <laughs> that like makes that me sick <laughs> um anything else uh, Kawhi Leonard has w- was hidden from the Spurs' exes when they came to check that. on him. Uh, uh, that's that the, I I can't wait to see what the fuck that's all about. Yeah, I don't know. That story <laughs> keeps getting crazier and crazier. I know we're gonna keep talking about that throughout the summer. So. Yeah. Um. Cool, man. Anything you need to plug before we wrap up? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Nikki Palooza. That's it. And you can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. Follow MBA Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to give the podcast a five-star rating and review. It would help us greatly. We hope you're appreciating the content. Uh, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been MBA. We're out. <laughs>